um, when talking about for yutes, yutes, harachas, shekarim, appeal, harachas, which is called appeal, which is in fact the English word for also appeal, appeal, or pay al samed hey. Okay, well, that's how you put it in English. It's not peel, okay, which is the thing that you, the, the best example is what you take the pizza out of the oven with, okay, that long spatula kind of thing. Okay, that's a rachas. Yesh ayim v'shem moel v'hagola. There are those who hold that you can't tell gola to it. You have to buy a new one. Meaning, there are those who hold that you can't tell gola to it, but you have to cash it with libun. Since you have to cash it with libun, it's made out of wood. Obviously, you can't do libun to wood. So, therefore, you're stuck um, and you have to buy a new one. So, what is the Mahabra saying? So, in the Bishay says there are two opinions. One which is, says it needs Libun. One says that you could cash it with Agol. And he seemingly is going towards the Tarab Rahman that you need to do Libun. What would be the reason why anybody would think it would need Libun? Why would you think it should not need Libun? Because the rules are that you know you take some, something's on the fire and uh, dry food that's on there, you need Libun. So why not? Let's eat like this thing. Take pizza. Let's use our example, Mount of the Peel. We use it. You take pizza out of it. Why would the pizza, this thing, not need Libun? What would be the side to think that it doesn't need it? So the El Yorab explains it. He says, when, if you think about it, if, you, if the pizza was on this peel um, when it was out of the oven, that wouldn't make the thing need Libun. Because one of the rules is to need libun has to be on the fire. It has to have the blue on the fire in order to require libun. Otherwise, you get away with hagol. So, what's the time that you're? That, what is it about it that makes it need libun? Is there's a there's a second when it's in the oven when it's in the oven and it's on and it's on this peel at the same time. So for that second, he says, remember, he says, libun, you do libun because the way the place is bleeding in so deeply that you, it's hard to get it out. You have to do libun to get it out. He says, so if you just get a second to have a blia, that's not enough time to get such a deep blia to go in. Okay, now we're using words that we don't really understand, but whatever that means, the blia to go in so far that has to come up with libun, the, the people who hold that you could be make on do is because usually this thing is not on the fire. It's, it's usually off the fire. You know, for a second it's on the fire, so therefore it's, um, it's not enough time to make a deep blia. That, that's the reason why the person holds, that those who hold, they should bring some hold the Takula, and in fact, Elie Rabbi says that when the Mahabra says that you that you um, have to do libun, yesh I mean that you can't do hagola, he only means the chatchila. But b'diavad, if you would have done hagola and you used the kli, b'diavad the food would be mutter. Okay. Now, if you read the Mahabra, you wouldn't think like that. The Mahabra says you have to buy a new one, because that sounds like pretty b'diavad. You have to buy a new one. Especially, we'll see more about that in a second. But that's says Elie Rabbi learns that um, you only have to, it's only done the Okay. The this thing that the El Yerabba says that it's only Khatrila, the Primagodan says it's really Machotis. If you looked if you looked at this thing, I don't know, in in a, a year, I don't think I would have ever noticed this Machotis. But the Primagodan says Machotis like this. There's some kind of a shy, I don't understand the question. What happens if you have should you kasher your left over Pesadika peel from one year for the next year? I don't understand why that's a shy life. I don't understand, but I'm basically, why should you think you have to cash it? You don't think you have to cash your Pesach silverware for next Pesach, but so there's a, I have a feeling that it has to do with, with Choshish, that there was dough left on it as you put stuff in and out, so maybe you got a piece that got stuck onto it and it's actually for the whole year. I don't, I don't exactly understand. And it, became, it was in his Hamad. 
It was Mishamas, so you should, if you, you should have to have Hashem Mil Pesach also. The Shiloh is not the answer. I was just talking the Shiloh is not the point. But the, the, the answer of the Shiloh is like this. The Taz says, Taz says, don't you dare do Hagol to it. He says, because then people will think that if you, could, if you do Hagol to this thing, they'll think that they capture these things. So when they have one that's really common, it's like Kashrut also. So you're better off not being Kashrut for whatever reason there is to think you should Kashrut. You know, rather, don't be Mashrut and try to Kashrut. You're better off not Kashrut because or else you'll mislead people to think that you can Kashrut with Hagol. And then Morgan Avram says, no, you should Hagol to it. That's what you should do. Why should you get a new one? So you should know. You better not catch one of the houses. Just leave it. It's fine. It was good for Leopold. It was good for Leopold. I have some kind of a chash. I, I don't understand the chash. Some kind of a chash. Don't worry about that. Just, it's just worth it to not catch it or you'll mislead people. And the mother says, no, no, no. It's not an advantage to do it. So the pre button says, they're arguing whether B'dyevet Hagol would work. According to the Taz, according to the Taz, even B'dyevet Hagol doesn't work on appeal. So he's afraid if you'll do Hagol to it, you'll mislead people and they'll think that you could do Hagol to it. According to the Mughal so, so, if they'll do Hagol, it won't be the end of the world anyhow. So it's, it's worth it to get the advantage of whatever chash you're being conscious for, and there's some of you say, Asma, who cares? So he'll do Hagol, so Hagol is not the end of the world either. Okay, so that's, now I would have never seen that if I'm a conscious like that, but that's the Prima Gautam, they're arguing about that. Prima Gautam actually thinks that the Taz is right, that even with the other it doesn't work. So if we're, if we're putting our names over here, the Taz and the Prima Gautam are saying, when the Mahabha says, Yesh Amishay Mo'ila HaGol, he means even the Yevet, you can't talk all to it. And the Mogan Avram and the El Yorab are saying that you can't, that the Yevet will be mother. And the Mishabur says, Lukula. Mishabur, if you look at it, it says, these words of the Mahabha are only Lukhumra, but only Lukhatila, but the Yevet will be mother. Okay? Which is, I don't think it's a simple way to read it, but it's simple to read the Mahabha. They're arguing with what the Mahabha holds, and the Mishabur says, Tazmas like the El Yorab and the Mogan Avram, that you could be making. Okay, now, the, <coughs> the, just, uh, I'm sorry, I gave one example with a pizza, a, a spatula in your hat. Okay, we'll, I'll leave that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. The, let me ask a different question first. Um, the, what happens if you have a matzah bakery? Okay, at least in my picture of a matzah bakery, the oven is, is very deep. Oven. This is just my picture on my head of it. It has a very deep oven with a fire all the way in the back someplace, and then the masses are going in deep into an oven to be baked. Which means is that you, in order to get the matzah in and out, the the stick, the marker that you use for that to get it in and out, sits in there for. It's hard to call this a long time, but sits in there for a relatively long time. In other words, in our case, let's see, think about turning over pancakes. Okay, so then your spatula touches the pancake on the fire for a second. How long can the, can the spatula sit over the fire and a pancake at the same time? It's not for a second. So then you can see what Dr. Robert says, that it's such a short time, maybe somehow the blade wouldn't go in. But what happens when you get to a, in this, in my mind, in a matzah bakery, the stick sits here for a couple seconds going in and a couple seconds going out. So, of course, the matzahs, we'll get to matzahs in a second, but we're assuming that they're not chametzah. So then, over there, maybe there's no one who will be maker. Over there, where it sits there for a, it's hard to call this a long time, but a relatively long time, maybe that's different. Maybe that's more the Khumra, and that no one would think it's Motu Biyam. Okay, that, that's just a clear, I don't know. Okay, okay now, the, this din of a Rachas, I keep I'm using the wrong word, this din of a Rachas is also in your day a completely di- in a different context, but the same idea, which is, and, and people who catch this break rice have heard this din, which is, the Mechabra says, it used to be that the bakeries were owned by Goyim. And the people in town need to eat bread. And so in order to eat bread, this is in Kufchas, in order to eat in order to eat bread, you had to go to the Goyim's bakery. Well, the Goyim weren't willing to have 
separate marzas. They were willing to buy extra marzas for the Jews. You want to use my bakery, my bakery to be on you. You have to follow my. You have to do it my way. So the shaylos are they allowed to use? The go- I guess that the marzas are used for trade also. Or they use things for this baker's oven for trade also. So so the din is that since people desperately need tea bread, it's a, such a staple. Therefore, as long as the goy's marza is is um, you're allowed to use it for kosher. Meaning, it's a clear that is really mutter. So, the makeums didn't drop on to not use it because you have to, because it's so important to eat bread and it's such a staple, and therefore you're allowed to eat it eat without kosher. Okay. And of course, which is part of our thing, you can't kosher it. It's, it's wood and it can't have lead into it. So you can't do any realistic kashering system, so you're allowed to use any to kashering without kashering Presumably, the oven was also from. Like, or oh, they did cash in the oven. I don't. Rem- I don't remember. I think the oven is the oven is easier to cash. As, as part of starting it up, that it's not. It's not easy, but it's a lot easier than mm-hmm. trying to. You can't cash it. The wood is hopeless. So you can't. Uh, if, if you start it up right, you can cash it. As opposed to the wood, it's hopeless. Okay. So the this din of Amarda, this is an example, has been used um, in a couple of situations, modern situations, and the most famous of which um, is spray dryers that. 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when people first came across spray dryers and do big shiles as to whether it needs Liban or Hagolo. And big shiles even had to do Hagolo altogether, if it's possible, is there anything to do better? So at that time they decided, they said, look, spray dryers play such an important role in the industry. If we say we can't catch the spray dryers, then we're cutting off, we're not cutting off bread from people, we're cutting off such a tremendous range of foods that they'll be impossible for people to eat. Be, or as if not giving the people, not giving them bread, as if. Uh, and therefore, they said, if the Kli is any Benyamin, we'll try the Kasha, but we don't know if we, do, we, don't know if we need, maybe need Liban, so we'll do nothing. And even in Haggala, we're not doing, we may not be doing great Haggala anyhow. So, but as long as it's any Benyamin, then we have no choice and we could use it. That was a decision made many years ago. Uh, based on this kind of market, that's what their example was of this kind of market. We talked about this fact by Spray Jars, and, and we said then also there's a question of that. Nowadays, um, that it's, we have a better understanding as to which ones need to leave and which ones need to have So we could limit and say, we won't catch the ones that need to And second of all is that we had to do Hagola. There are people who can actually do it. Not everybody does it. There are people who can actually pull off a real Hagola with rice from the way it's supposed to be. So then, then it's worth re-asking the question is, so could that, or should we still be some of yeah, as long as it's any Benyamin, it's a Maritan, it's mother. In fact, um, we asked that question right back to Radovsky, who had said the cool in the first place, and he said, yeah, we're still working on it, and it's still not there, we're still not all the way there, so we could still be making, but it's just worth bearing in mind that the people who are just saying, oh, it'll be any Benyamin, and I'll try to pretend that I'm passionate it, are being sung with us, and that as time goes on, it's becoming less and less uh, defensible of that, such a position. Okay. And then another, there's another example, there's another example where Marza has been invoked, okay, which is, um, when you bring products across the ocean, they go on these huge ships in tremendous holds. You know, these ships that have, each that has, the holds that are huge, like, like the size of a gym, okay? And um, there are lots of trials about how those, um, that those holds may hold chafing them also. There are many questions about it. One of the questions is that the hold itself may have yesterday been holding some trays. Yes, it may, in the past it's also in trade. And the rule in the industry is that as the, the rule in the kosher industry is that as long as the last three loads were kosher, then you don't have to worry about what was there before you. 
Okay, as long as the last three loads, today was vegetable and yesterday was gasoline, before it was shoe polish, and the day before it was um, some, uh, another vegetable oil, then it's kosher. We don't care what was before that. And the question, and, and is it crude oil, crude oil, it, it could be all different levels. Uh, all kinds of food items. And the shadows were. Maybe it was, uh, right. So the kosher level, nobody's finding out that, that it was, so the fire was already processed, that it was processed on kosher equipment, right? No, no. See, the thing is that it comes from the Far East where they don't have any trash. The people who are in the far either come from Hashkafa from the Far East, you know, the, the people in the Far East are giving Hashkafa to it, or it's coming that a lot of those countries in the Far East, um, for religious reasons, don't process any animal products like uh-huh. that. And they're all, it's just all, they're just doing palm oil. That's all they do, just from morning to night. So, the, so there isn't anybody who could give a good justification for why three ro- loads should make it enough. Okay, there were people who had ideas about um, we'll get to that later why that's not true, but all kinds of ideas. And the, the best answer to that question is that, I believe the best answer to the question is that between one product and the next, usually there's a full anabinyarmer between one product and the next. It just has to do with technicalities of where they wash it and how they load and unload, all kinds of that. Usually it's anabinyarmer. So if you have three loads were kosher, that means that you had a bunch of chances to be Eina Binyayma between all those things. So let's even four loads go astray. We had enough chances. So in this was invoked, the idea is that, look, it is Eina Binyayma. And by now we're comfortable that it's Eina Binyayma. And therefore we could say is, we know it's Eina Binyayma. So it's so important to be able to have vegetable that come to the United States and all kinds of related products that come that we could say as long as it's Eina Binyayma, it's good enough. Okay, this is, hot, this is hot stuff. Yes, yes. Much of this stuff comes hot. Um, so the... So that, that was, that's another case where we use this rule, sort of like that got invoked, to say we could, even though usually you'd have to clash it, we could get away without that. There are other shots, which I'm not going to talk about, which is other. Is that what they are relying on, so, so, so it's currently being relied on? For the Shiloh, <laughs> shil- yeah, yeah. No, no, for the Shiloh, whether the hold itself is kosher, they say if the last three loads are kosher, it's good. Even though th- there are ways to cash those holds, but they don't insist on that. They don't feel that they can insist on that. So they say it's not hot, it's 24 hours, right? Right. right. So coverage is less serious because, again, it'll be in the vineyard by the time we're good. Okay. But, well, again, but, so then we're saying the same thing, but it's, so they say it's three loads of culture. Now, the three didn't come from no place. It's that, that's the, the, when you load something into a ship, the surveyor reports what the last three loads were. That's part of the official reporting for, for the company wants to know what was in there and it was clean. They have all, their own reasons, but they want to know what was in there. So they said, oh, we'll follow that rule. We'll we'll follow. And, and the, the best explanation that I've been able to dig up for what that is is because that will guarantee that it's in the Binyamin. Because each time between loads is probably in the Binyamin. Probably. But between three, you know, I mean, we could just assume at that point that's in the Binyamin. Okay, so that was a, that's, that was invoked over the look, as in the Binyamin, that's good enough. That's a, okay, now there are two other titles that I'm, in this regard, more serious, which we're not going to talk about. I'll just mention, I'll just throw them out. One is that even if the, load, the, the hold itself has been kosher forever or for three loads, but what about what's in the next hold? Okay, the hold that's adjacent, um, they shear walls. In most cases, they shear walls. So this right here could be kosher and adjacent to it could be something trade. That's the second question. Uh, and then the third question is, even if the adjacent one is not trade, but the way they heat these holds is through steam. So five holds away could be trafe, and the steam system is becoming trafe. The whole the, the boat steam system is becoming trafe as it heats up this. The water goes back and then comes to heat this one again. Okay, so those other shows, we're not going to talk about them. Those, and they don't have Mars there. Mars is not going to help for those cases. But let's just put that on top. Just it's worth throwing that. Okay, and, and lastly, um, okay, second to lastly, um, is that when you when you use this thing Mars, you have to of course in perspective is that they were talking about bread. 
the din shulchan aruch says he said they wouldn't people they wouldn't have bread. We're talking here that people won't have vegetable oil. We're talking about serious or, or spray dryers. They wouldn't have all spray dry times. We're talking about things that are of huge consequence to people, and therefore you could say is as long as it's any binyamir you could be mako. That, that's a that's a that's within reason. The opposite extreme is um, they didn't try microwave. They tried a different cooler, which is um, where the people should have chocolate. That's power of to cash it improperly in order to make your power, your chocolate. The power of a chocolate should really be power of not to consider dairy. It was like, Rabbi Shachta was like, like, come on, like, is this really so? This is the whole world is hanging on that we should be able to eat power of a chocolate and inflation a meal. This is not the end of the world. You know what I mean? So you have to remember that you can't say anytime you want to, oh, no, okay, no problem. It's so important. It's not so important. Okay. Now, the Mishabur talks about, at the end of the day, what if you had, if you had a kasher for a staple? A kasher for a staple? And that's the next one. <laughs> okay. Okay, the 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 Maganavan talks about, and it's in the Mishaburah, as to um, what happens if you by mistake use a chametz to take a marza for pesa. Okay, the whole thing. Marza membrane style. Hey, on here it's a peel. It's the thing like you take pizza out of the oven with. Okay, it's an English word. Oh, okay. okay, that that's like spatula kind of thing. You okay. take it out. Okay, so the the he talks about what do you do if you by mistake use the chametz to come on for your pesa food. Um, okay, and then he says. <coughs> There are people who question, he says, maybe we have a different problem. You worried about a chametzik one. He says, but every time you take matzahs out, matzah out of the oven, maybe it's going to be a kfula, maybe it'll be an afucha, and same cane, you won't eat that. So if you're not going to eat that, so then you might as well just became a chametzik. So the mother of them says, he says, basically, the guy's getting a little carried away. He says, the fucha and kfula is command impossible to really be chametzik. It's like loads and loads of chumras to be machmer on those things, but we don't eat. He says, and the other extreme is, if you're being cautious for that, then... So you have to realize, you don't realize that it's in the fucha the minute you take it out, because it has to cool down, and then someone looks at it to see what it is. He says, so what's going to happen is, he says, every time you take the matzah out, you have to get a new stick. So because every time you take it out, oh, maybe that one was a kula, I've got to throw the stick out and try again. He says, so it's mishogah. So he says, you're, you're being, you're going to be so, so masculine on something which is such a small fight in the first place. Okay, so he says, like, ridiculous, and you don't have, the mishogah brings it, you, wait, you don't have to do that. You don't have to be hoishish, if it's a kula and fucha, don't worry about it. Okay, it's just, just interesting that nowadays, because of our, the wealth of where we live in, or maybe because of things that are disposable, there are places that, in fact, use a new stick every single masa. Every, every, there are places, I didn't say this is normal, every single masa, and then there's the compromised people who don't use a new one, but they have a paper on top of the stick, a, dis- yeah. a paper that goes on top of it, and they change the paper every time. That, that's like a compromise. I had that job. That was you got to change the paper? It wasn't on the stick, they took it out of the oven. But if they get out of the oven, they would lay it over on a stick. Yeah. Sticks on a rack, and they'd lay the thing over to sit there. Yeah. My job is to repaper the stick. Anyhow, so what the from says is sugar. Anyhow, I just used to know that there are people nowadays who do it. It has to do with our health wealthy we are and, and how easily these things are to make this That's why the price is <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that's a broomstick. A, a broomstick. <laughs> Literally, everyone comes out on a new stick. It's, 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 it's 20, 30 months in the same time. It's, I mean, it's 20, no, 20, 20, 30. No, no, if you do it right, of course, if you want to really go overboard, like the Mugger yeah. says you shouldn't, then you do it for every month, every time you take it, because maybe that one is a cool. No, but every separate mask comes out. Oh, no. Well, the, the compromise is to put a paper on. Because they put a new paper on for each one. Okay. Every single mask. Or each group. Each comes out two or three at a time. Maybe Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Now, let's go find it again. Next. Next halakha. There's the next one. Okay. The tables. The tables. Or the boxes. Like the pantry. That you put food into them the whole year. 
um, and means that you put hot food into them. Regilim or aras it's it's a the minigir that you should put onto them hot water to do iruy onto it. There are times that the soup spills out of the pot, so you have a counter or a table, and you put a pot down onto it. So there's no please from the pot to the counter because there's, not, there's no liquid to help make the tango from one to the other. But things sometimes spill onto there. Um, these are things that have hot food in and out of them all the time. Um, so therefore, there's a minute to do um, iru on those things that bash them, okay, which is reasonably common what people do. They do, they do iru. So the Dakimarsha at the end of Tufman Base says, you see from the Mechaber that if you do iru to it, you're fine. Then you could use it. But, you know, you could catch it and then you could use it. He says, and he says, but you should know there's a minig, the Maril has a minig that says that you should not catch these things because these things have all kinds of bumps and cracks and scratches in them and therefore you should always cover them for Pesach. So, so the, the document says, you know, but if you look at the Mechaber, he says, well, they say so, but you look at the Mechaber, you'll see that it doesn't look like that. It seems like you, like you just have to, you just have to catch them. Once you catch them, you finish. Okay? So that's what he says. Um, the Mogan Avram, but takes sense to Maril's minig and he says it's correct that you do have to cover these things because there's a problem that there might be food stuck on these these things that have food traffic in and out and you're going to put taste the food onto it so you're supposed to cover them and you're not supposed to cash them. Okay, the Mishaburu makes a compromise here and in Tufflin Base makes a compromise and he says if your counter is very or your table is very smooth and like, like this and there's no chashat that there's going to be any things stuck onto there then you go like the, like the Mahabra sounds like and like the Dr. Moshe says the fairy says it's okay you could just cash them. If you have a counter that has all kinds of cracks and bumps in it, then then you should go like the Mogan of Rum and you should cover it and you should not catch it. It's like a compromise between these two sheets. Okay, now, the um, even though that's what the Mishaburu says, there are still plenty of people, I would say most people, plenty of people who ca- cover the counters anyhow. They cover the counters and the tables anyhow because it really it's because of this Mogan of Rum coming from Maril that says that you might have food left onto these places, that they're too hard to clean, and they might be too hard to clean, and therefore, you should cover them. Now, if you look at the Mogan Avram, the Mogan Avram sounds like, he's not saying that you should cover it. He's saying that you should kasher it and cover it. Notice, the Shulchan says kasher it. The Mogan Avram says, wait, you might have things left into it. So now you would think the end of the sentence would then be, and therefore you should cover it, but what are you wasting your time cashing it for? What, what's the point of cashing it? If you, if you have, right. if you're covering it anyhow, so what's the difference? No please go between Caleb. But the Mughal Ram implies that you should cashing it and cover it also, which is in fact what many people do. Okay, that's, there are, I should say, there are lots of people who go that far also, who cash their stuff, and then cover on top of it also. Okay, and so the, just to understand what would be the plan doing both of those things. Okay, so um, it could be just a simple chash, that people are afraid it's going to rip, something's going to spill under it. You know, if a liquid gets underneath your cover, then bleeds can transfer. Okay, so you know, if something spills under it, maybe something will spill, maybe it'll rip. I don't know what exactly what they use. It sounds like they use boards to cover it. So I don't think it's going to rip, but something could slip under it and get behind it. So they will catch it just to be covered in case something goes wrong. Maybe that, that's probably the reason. Okay, if you want to be more sophisticated, something we talked about this week is the Ramos says in Tzadi Beis, he says this din that bleeds don't transfer between Caleb. Bleeds can't go from one creek to another creek without liquid in between them. And the Ramah has a bunch of cases that he's talking about there. He has a whole bunch of cases in his Ramah that he says, these are all things that are all mutter. And at the end he says, the minig is to be machmel chathil on these bunch of things. Okay? The, the whole bunch of things that he mentioned, he says, is the minig to be machmel chathil. Okay? And it's, it's a big child in the corner. What is he going back on? Which cases is he saying to be, do not do a chathil? 
So there are those who read, um, in fact, the Makara for the Ramah is from a place which sounds like that. Um, there are those who read that he means even on this thing, of snake kale that are touching each other, should, you should not let two kale touch each other that are hot, even though there's no liquid in between them. Okay, there, there's a, you could read that into the Ramah. So, as we spoke about this week, that's not accepted that you should be mocked for that regularly. But maybe for Pesach, that's what people have in the Chumrah, that for Pesach, they'll be mocked for that sheet, for, for that reading of the Ramah, that can, the bleeds can transfer between Kalim. Um, even that Lechatchilo, you should be cautious that bleeds can transfer even without a liquid. Maybe that's, maybe that's what's going on. Now, what, what type of two Kalim? What you have is you have a counter. You have a counter. Are you talking about Mechat Kalim? Um, the Ramah is talking about Mechat Kalim. But the, we're talking about paces that can come with it. That's what no, I don't know anybody that would do something like that. Do what? Kasher and cover? No. No, that would have what? Like two can touch each other? I would have a, a pot of chomets on my stove and a pot of paces that could suck. I mean, to touch, you would not let them touch each other. Never would have heard of such a thing. Okay. So there we go. So there we go. So why would anybody take out a paces that could gain the next yeah, no, you know, no one will do that. We're talking about here, you have, a, you have a counter, and the counter is chametz, you didn't cash it. Yeah. And you put a cover on top of the counter. Okay, so now, if I put hot food onto that counter, so could bleed a transfer from the fake counter to the real counter. I have the fake counter and the, the fake counter and the real counter are touching each other. But there's no liquid in between them, so can bleed a transfer from one to the other. That's what we're talking about. Like you, would, you would probably not cook both of them at the same time. But I'm saying this is our cases that you can have. Okay. So one last thing is, um, the Mishabur says that when it says you should do Iri, you should preferably do Iri with an Evan Lubenis. We had talked about that a few weeks ago, that you should do the Iri with an Evan Lubenis because of a Chashash, that the thing that spilled was a double bush and the cremation. So what you do is that you pour the water, you have something hot, uh, Evan Lubenis, a hot rock, to keep it along to get the water closer to being like a cremation. Okay, we talked about before and how, you, how you're supposed to do that. I just want to put that into perspective. Okay, just put this in perspective that here the Mishabur is saying he doesn't say you have to do it. He talks about that there are those who hold like that that you should be machmer to use an Evanul Venus. Just in perspective. So people, uh, another example, people trying to go overboard. Okay, I want to just put in perspective. In your day, when the Ramah says that the Ramah says if you have a cleat, and the Mishabur sort of mentions this here, when when you have a cleat that usually is used in a certain way, okay, in a way that needs this level of hagol. And occasionally, me tashmisha is for a thing that needs higher, a higher level of, of agola. The ikar din is you follow work tashmisha. You don't have to be conscious for me tashmisha. The Ashkenazim have a chumrah that will master for me tashmisha. If it was occasionally used in a way that needs a higher level of agola of kashring, then you go the higher level. So in our case, so then the Ramah says, but you should know that if being conscious for me tashmisha will mean that you can't kasha the kli, then you don't have to. You don't have to be conscious to a certain extent. If it will mean you can't kasha the kli, then you don't have to. Okay. So then Ramah says, I have an example of that thing, that we won't be able to do it. He says, let's say you have a table. Okay, he means, uh, he means our case. He says, let's say you have a table. So he says, if I tell you that you're going to have to kasher it on the higher level, because occasionally the, a double gush falls in or something falls over and you have to kasher it, you won't be able to kasher your table. He says, so you could be soimach on right and you, don't, you just wipe it down. Not even kasher it. Just wipe it down. Just hadach of will be good enough. Because usually on a counter, you don't have bleas. You put a, a cold potato on it, or you put a pot that has no liquid. Use the way that has no bleas. That's his example of, or one of his examples of saying that you could be soimach on right touch if it's impossible to do it, is this example of a table that occasionally has spills on it, but usually doesn't have like that. So just put that in perspective. So the Mishmur is saying that you should try to do Evan Lubenis, if, if you're able to do that. And compare that to the Dharma says, but if you can't, if there's no way to cash this thing, you could just wipe it down. He says, the Hadachob you could just wipe it down. So, just to keep it in here. So, it's good to try. I'm just saying that. That works even for Pesach. Even though, it's, even though NBM is also in Pesach. That's what we talked about. Oh, that that so, you, 
you, there's good reason to argue that maybe it doesn't work by Pesach, because the whole deal of Roy Tashmisha is based on Rajba, and that's all by anything. Yeah, there's, that, there's reason to say like that. Um, that's Rabbi Shachar thinks like that. Um, but, oh, yeah. the, but the, but the, the Sharetzian brings from a, a base mayor that it's, it's even works to Pesach. I mean, anybody, anybody ever plays with the Rabona? So right. So that, that's part of it. You know, this is all sort of, I, I, the best reason is a shot attack. You're stuck, you can't be conscious of that Chumrah. So that's, I guess, wrapped into it. It's a base mayor. Is that the where the chef disagrees? He says, in logic, it doesn't make sense. That even the Ramos is in your day, but it doesn't make sense in Al-Khaim to say it. It's a chaste, it doesn't make sense. It's still the Rabona. Right, okay, so that, that's the argument back. That, that was the argument. We talked about this in, in Halakha, but by that thing, there's a little shard scene um, that talks about this. It brings the base mayor who says, like, the Rabbi Shefter was not. But, but he, uh, we talked about it back then. Okay, fine.